0: Welcome to the Mimi B podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you wanna be. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Mimi V podcast. Today, we are here with Madame Alyssa Lynch. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having you me. You are absolutely glowing and just as beautiful in person. Oh, wow. Thank you. No, literally. Platter. Probably even more beautiful in person. Oh, goodness. Like, you are so, so stunning, honestly. So Alyssa is a content creator, health and wellness advocate, and lifestyle I guess, Instagrammer and YouTuber and social media are yeah. here in LA. She's originally from Vancouver, which we were just chatting about before recording because I'm moving there next month, which is super exciting. So excited for you. Thank you. So yeah. let's just talk about your story. Like, you're, mm. you're obviously not from LA, and you moved here just a few years ago. Like, what's your experience been so far, and how did you kind of get into this whole scene of, you know, social media, acting, and all that stuff?
1: Yeah, well, I think that I've said since I was about six years old that I will live in Los Angeles. And, you know, my family, full supporters of anything I want to do in my life. But there was always like, a okay, yeah, dream on, dream Mm -hmm. on. And I, yeah, I I knew it was going to happen. I wanted to be an actor and a singer and anything in entertainment um, since I was little. So I started acting more seriously right when I graduated high school and then um, was doing TV and film like right out of high school, kept pretty busy with that Um, and then I came out here like every year for a couple of months I would come out and do pilot season and audition and um, then I made the move three years ago. Um, And yeah, and then somehow got into the whole social media world um, because of, I guess because of the shows I was doing, a couple Netflix shows and a Disney show. Which ones? Um, Travelers was on Netflix. And then... Uh, A Disney show called Mech X4. It was like a boys, like robot, like really, really young boys kind of a series. Love it. And then another kids Netflix show. Um, So yeah, I kind of got into that whole world and came out here um, and started traveling and creating videos with um, my previous boyfriend and a group of us would go and kind of create these like adventure videos. And it was really fun, it was amazing. And took a little bit of a break from acting to kind of see the world and um, adventure a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, I don't know, I created an audience and people really liked seeing that that kind of content through social media and that kind of just took off. So- Do you love your job? I love my job now. Mm-hmm. The transition of going from acting to social media when I didn't really know what to promote on social media mm-hmm. or what I, I was just like doing life and um, probably not extremely confident in who I was as a person. So that really translates when, mm-hmm. you know, your job is kind of based on, like, your identity, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, I, I didn't really know how to feel about it at first, and I went through, like, I was a very, like, love-hate relationship with my job, or with social media, and because I was kind of against it, because I wanted to just do acting, but acting is something that, to be honest, like, you don't really have control over if you're busy or not with your, with your job, so, um, Once I became confident in who I was and what I wanted to do and kind of found my voice, um, which, you know, it's it's still in the process, um, but I absolutely, like, love my job and it's been kind of hard to let go of acting because that's what I thought was my purpose in life, like, all growing up, but once this social media world kind of came into my life and I kind of was I'm growing into myself and realizing how I can use this platform to create a career as well as um, like make it more so a part of who I am I'm like realizing that I think I like this career more than more than acting
0: mm-hmm. and yeah not to say you can't do both you know mm-hmm. you can always go back and forth it's very intermingled, all of these different in- industries, you know, singing, acting, dancing, social media, it all kind of complements each other. So it's not like you need to make any big decisions anytime soon, right?
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You're able to kind of have the leniency of of just being creative in whatever yeah. aspect that might be.
0: Yeah, so what are some misconceptions that people may think about being a social media star? You know, like what, because so many people think of it as like a really easy job and they're, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are jealous of people in the industry because it seems like, like the job is essentially to make our lives look so good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then we say, oh no, like it's actually fucking stressful sometimes. Like, yeah. what are the biggest misconceptions in your eyes?
1: Yeah. I mean, I always say, cause when I first started social media, I was doing a lot more travel stuff. Mm-hmm. So for hotels and, yeah. um, I would always say like, yeah, you see the pretty picture of the margarita beside the pool. But, like, I ordered a margarita and I took a photo. But, like, I wasn't hanging out there for three hours just getting a tan on. Like, yeah. it was from one destination to the next and this flight and jet lag. And, and I mean, I'm so grateful for it. It, it was an amazing opportunity to be able to travel like that. But it's just, like, you never see what's behind the Mm -hmm. the Instagram story or the the, or the video um so I think that's kind of a a misconception is that it's like oh you you know your life is just super relaxed and you just get to see beautiful places and there's no stress Mm -hmm. because there's always going to be stress and Mm -hmm. um uh, I think that and then just that you know there's always a positive mindset, like, you only see the positive and the happiness, whether it's like, maybe it's a relationship and you're like, their relationship is so perfect, mm-hmm. or they're like, they get up and work out and have so much energy every day. It's like, well, that's what that's what's shown. Mm-hmm. But you don't see like someone, and I, that's why I wanna make an effort to show more of the not so glamorous okay. like side of things and be real and be open and be like, I do not want to get up today. I want to, like, eat french fries in my bed yeah. and just not care.
0: <laughs> yeah, I totally feel you. Yeah. I think my big thing is, like, people think social media, people are just so confident. Like, mm-hmm. I actually go through such big phases of, like, insecurity and, like, mm-hmm. self, not hate because I, like, really do love myself, but more, like, just, like, like not being nice to myself I guess is what I'm trying to say and like my whole podcast is about like confidence and positivity and like being the best version of yourself possible and like I'm so open with you know all the personal growthy stuff that I love to talk about Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like I think the biggest misconception people think of me maybe is that like I'm always really happy and positive and confident and like it's just so not true like I uh, most days I need to work on like feeling good about myself. Yeah. Like do you feel the same?
1: Absolutely. It's a practice. Yeah. Like confidence is a practice. Yeah. And I think that if you are practicing, like you're you're ahead of a lot of people who might like act confident and stuff, but really they're like being honest about it. Like being just being honest about how we have down days or like comparison is like such a huge struggle for everyone I think especially with social media like it is so hard it is to you know everyone is so different and you do not need to like I'm going through something right now and I actually am like just kind of being honest about it with myself and it's it's so it's so crazy in this world because I'm like I'm kind of coming to terms with certain things in my personal life on my own. And I, I just, it, you would think that I would kind of um, go through it on my own and then come to a point where I want to express it to my audience Mm -hmm. or through social media. But I'm kind of just like, you know what, I have this audience and like, I'm going through something. And this is, this is like, why I have an audience, I think, like, to be able to be honest and be real and like showcase my insecurities Mm -hmm. my maybe like some mental health problems or maybe just some more like genuine raw emotions and so I'm like going I you know I'm the type of person and I feel like I'm known through especially social media and in just life to get up and work out and be super healthy and maybe look a certain way or be strong and and do these crazy workouts Mm -hmm. and I've come to the point where I'm like I that that's not healthy Mm -hmm. like and for someone it might be they might be thriving and I think at a point I thought I was but I've come to the point where I'm like I am going to pat myself on the back for not working out today. Yeah. And, like, I used to just think that that was something I needed to feel guilt from. Yeah. But I think people need to know that, like, just because Sarah is yeah. working out every single day and killing it and mm-hmm. doing amazing good for her, but that does not mean that it is – Healthy for you to do that, you need to like listen to your body and be confident in yourself and knowing what's best for you.
0: Yeah, that's incredible that you've even come to realize that it could have been something a bit more obsessive. Because, of
1: course, I you know, I think
0: we a lot of women have been there, like Mm -hmm. especially with their bodies, like we're obsessed with how we look, and that's Mm -hmm. you know, and especially in this culture of like women need to look a certain way, that's what the culture is telling us, right? And it's like you'll be more successful, have more followers, make more money, all this stuff. If like we look a certain way. But now I think society is really testing that. And that's just so incredible that that you're being honest about that because I've been honest about that too with my following as well. Yeah. Like I've definitely gone through phases of like, you know, not eating enough and then like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe punishing myself by working out too hard. And now right. it's like, I love preaching this intuitive way of eating and health. Right. right? And it you don't, know, last year even too I remember I was like super intense like zero carb like Mm -hmm. I wasn't even eating strawberries because there was carbs in it and I'm like that's just so not healthy (laughs) I know like what the fuck so now it's like you know I feel like I've never looked better in my own body and all these girls are like oh what are you doing what are you doing because I used to always talk about like okay I'm trying this I'm trying that and that's fine to try things out but like I'm being honest, like it wasn't healthy. Like I was working out so hard. I was like not eat. I was completely cutting out a whole, you know, food macro group. nutrient. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And like it wasn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't. And now it's like I just intuitively eat and I'll eat like like this morning I had like a wrap with like bread. Like, yeah. It was crazy. And like I'm I just stopped eating when I was satisfied. And that's it. Like mm-hmm. I just like that's just how I'm living. And that non-obsessive mentality is actually, like, way more beneficial because, like, what people don't realize, like, and if you want to lose weight or look a certain way, like, I don't personally think the only way to do that is through restriction. I think it's through Mm a mentality change and, like, a lot of girls have an issue with, like, overeating and then, like, undereating, overeating, undereating. It's one or the other, right? That was something Mm -hmm. I've been through as well, right? So it's, like, just, like, taking a step back and realizing that, like, food is food and our yeah. emotions are emotions and like if we want to fuel our body and you know fill it with amazing you know foods from the earth and like yeah. really nourishing good foods like you know I believe and I, I think you're plant-based aren't you mm-hmm. I eat mostly plant-based mm-hmm. as well like I think that's one of the best you know ways to fuel our body absolutely and like that it's just more simple and Sorry, a bit of a
1: rant there. No, but, I absolutely yeah. love everything you're saying, and I can so relate. It's mm-hmm. just sometimes I do think that – our, I mean, our minds are so strong, mm-hmm. like so strong, and we can easily obsess over things, and especially with – and I think it, it comes – yes, it comes from maybe looking a certain way, but once you get into into that mentality, it's, it's past the point of what you look like. It's almost like control. a mind game yeah. and control and um, – I think it's a constant practice every day to just be like, what is my intention with this? Like, w- does this matter? Why mm. am I letting this take over my life? Like, i rather be so content and so happy and give up a little bit of control and have my pants be A couple sizes bigger, and you know, my endurance level might be a little bit less, but I'm like, I'm content and I'm not letting it run my life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Mm -hmm. the whole point, like, think about it from like, you know, an outsider's point of view. Why do women want to like get super skinny and look a certain way? Because it makes them feel like they'll be happy when that Mm -hmm. happens, right? But why don't we just say to ourselves, like, you know, because at the end of the day, if, if we restrict and starve and, and hate ourselves to the body, you can't hate yourself to a body you love, right? Mm-hmm. My One of my best friends always says says that. You can't hate yourself to a body you love. And the whole point why people want to look a certain way is because it makes them feel like they're going to be happy when they get there. And don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, I think health is so important. Um, And I always think you need to be healthy. But, uh, you know, looking a certain way, it's to be happy. But then it's like, why don't you just – Feel happy now and like treat your body with love, Absolutely. and like it will just naturally go to where it needs to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's when, like, cause I, I mean, I'm saying I'm patting myself on the, on the back for, for not working mm-hmm. out, but that doesn't mean I, like, I love working out yeah. and I, I don't want that to ever go away. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do, uh, go for a run or do a yoga class or a Pilates class and be like, wow, I feel strong and I feel great. I just think it's always like the intention behind mm-hmm. it. Like I'm going in there to feel good and feel strong. I'm not going in there to punish myself yeah. for, you know, eating a burger yeah. <laughs> or something. Exactly.
0: So. exactly. It, it's like the intention. That's You literally hit the nail on the head. So the intention behind yeah. it absolutely why am I doing this like why am I waking up extra early to do mm-hmm. a 10k run is it to punish myself for yeah. eating late last night is it like what's the intention behind it um and I still have those thoughts like this morning like I remember yesterday night like I don't know I might have like we ate a bit late and I like to eat early yeah and this morning the second I woke up I was like okay like do I have time to go to the gym before and I was just like whoa like I need to, like, I have so much to do this morning. Like, is gym my first priority? Because I'm super busy mm-hmm. and it wasn't. So I just didn't end up going and I changed my mind and my my brain cycle. And I was yeah. like, no, it's okay. Like, I understand those thoughts are, like, you know, mm-hmm. not the real thing. So just, like, I think the awareness. Like, how did yeah. you kind of get out of that? Because that's that's really a big thing to be aware of that. And how did you, like, get to the point of awareness that, like, you wanted to kind of change that mentality?
1: Well, It might sound a little cheesy, Mm -hmm. but well, actually, I will say I I think that I'm a pretty self-aware person. So even when I'm fighting myself, I know like I can have a conversation with with myself and be like, okay, Alyssa, like you know you're taking this too far. But sometimes I don't listen to myself. Um, So honestly, this is probably only about a month ago. I am in a serious relationship, and I've been with my um, boyfriend for like seven months, mm-hmm. I guess. But it was like fast moving relationship, you know. And I talking about um, the future with him, and just like what our goals are, and what are, and they're pretty similar. And it, yeah, it is to, you know, one day be a mom and have a family, and like, um, and and just like be here in LA and be, you know, it's not some, like, it's not to be a movie star or to, like, those aren't the things that I'm going to look back and be, like, like I want to take the steps right now to be able to achieve my goals that are in 10 years. And yes, there's so many business goals that I want, but that has nothing to do with the way I look. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't. I don't want my career to be surrounding that. So I think it was just like a wake up call when I was talking about that and thinking about that. And I was like, I'm letting something take over so much of my life right now that it's holding me back from taking the steps I want to take to get to my goal and get to my goals and put the attention towards the things that are going to help me get there. And so I was just like, I'm ready to just take more action of my you know my habits and my maybe obsessions and I'm just I'm ready to like make some changes and just Mm -hmm. I think it's going to help my relationships with everyone in my life with myself with other people my mindset I'll be able to put more attention towards creative business ideas I have and just kind of open the door for a lot of things. Mm
0: -hmm. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Seriously amazing. So what is the most
0: growth that you've seen in your own life over the past few years? Like let's say the past, in your 20s, you're 24 Mm -hmm. now. In your 20s, -hmm. what are like the top few lessons that you've really learned? Mm Because I feel like this time in our lives are, it's probably the most transitional times. And I don't know about you, but for me, like the past few years have been crazy. Like early 20s that's like
1: when you find yourself you know absolutely absolutely um yeah I think I've had a lot um I think that I realized when I I went through a pretty intense breakup and um that that just showed me to be honest how how strong of a person I I can be and like I didn't realize that I would be able to handle something like that and I just I kind of put all energy into myself and my career and like looking back I'm I'm very like proud of myself for that because I I know that when traumatic things happen or when, you know, heartbreak or just things don't go your way and you're kind of blindsided that, you know, it's easy to go into a very dark place. And I'm not saying I didn't. I definitely had some some dark times and I probably took it out on, on different things than, you know, like lying in bed all day or something like that. But I really, I really like pushed myself and... Um, and just took time, a lot of time alone, a lot, but but still taking the steps that were best for me. And um, did a lot of yoga. I did a lot of, you know, I went to I went to Bali, and I, mm-hmm. wow, I sound so LA. I went to <laughs> Bali, and I um and I just took some even some time off work, and then came back to LA, and I was just like what can I do? Like I almost went into like a fight or flight mode where I was just like I need to like do me and maybe it was too much but I do look back and I'm like proud of how strong like I could be in a, in a situation like that. So I think that was a huge growing part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, being alone in a country and city that I had never been alone in because when I moved out here, I, I moved right in with someone, and I was in a relationship. And um, so, moving out on my own, signing my own lease, like just like the little things like that, and just kind of getting my career started, um, that was probably the yeah, the
0: yeah biggest like change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could go back in time and tell your 16-year-old self anything, mm. what would it be? Hey, guys. Let's take a quick break from this episode with Alyssa to talk about skin. If you saw me post about this on Instagram, you're going to know why I'm freaking out right now because Glossier is sponsoring today's episode. ba bum <laughs> No, but real talk, guys. I've been using Glossier products for a while now. They have been a dream brand for me to work with. I'm obsessed with their whole brand ethos, their products, their effective the effectiveness of their products, their packaging, like everything about their brand I am obsessed with. So I'm just really excited to talk to you about their products today. So for me, what matters to me most when it comes to skincare are a few things. Number one, quality of the ingredients. I want good quality ingredients. I do not want cheap stuff, but that's just me, you know? Number two, I want the products to be effective, okay? And number three, I want them to look good in my bathroom on my vanity. Like, I honestly really value that. It's part of this weird interior design obsession that I have, so that is definitely a value of mine. Um, But let's be real, Glossier takes off all three of those boxes, amazing quality of ingredients amazing effectiveness my skin feels so hydrated and dewy and plump when i use their products and they are gorgeous the packaging is unbelievable like i'm obsessed with the packaging i love how their whole brand ethos really believes that beauty starts with the skin first and makeup second because i totally agree with that as well i think taking care of your skin is the fundamental part of looking good with makeup on as well. So the product that I wanna to talk to you about today that I've been using for a few weeks now is Glossier's best-selling Milky Jelly Cleanser. This creamy gel-like formula is incredible as a cleanser. It takes your makeup off so quickly and it hydrates you at the same time. My The, the worst thing to me, my biggest pet peeve is washing my face and it being all tight and like my skin being all tight and like dehydrated afterwards do you know what i mean so this formula really really makes washing your face such an amazing experience you feel really good after it's super gentle on your eyes and it's perfect for all skin types so i'm obsessed with it and it is like i said one of glossier's top selling products people are obsessed with it as well did you know that a couple years ago glossier actually asked their whole community what is your dream face wash and they took hundreds of responses that they got as inspiration and then literally created the perfect face wash from that. So a year later, Milky Jelly Cleanser was released and everyone's obsessed with it. So if you wanna try it out and any of their other products, their skincare, makeup, anything and everything, you can get a little discount today with my code. So get that glowy dewy skin for yourself by visiting Glossier.com Forward slash podcast, forward slash Mimi. Learn more and take the quiz to find your ultimate Glossier skincare routine. Plus all new customers will get 10% off their first order on Glossier.com forward slash podcast, forward slash Mimi. Certain exclusions apply. That is Glossier, G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R.com slash podcast slash Mimi. If you could go back in time and tell your 16-year-old self anything, Hmm. what would
1: it be? Wow. So many things. I know. 16-year-old Alyssa. Oh, my goodness. Um, What would I say? I would say, hmm, oh, there's just so many things I would say to... Mm, maybe, like, just not care about looks so much. (laughs) I would really just say that. Like, to not – don't think that your your career and your dreams have anything to do with the way you look. And you know what? Maybe that's a lie because maybe Mm -hmm. sometimes they do, Mm -hmm. but – I know that that would have, that would have took a lot of stress off of myself Mm -hmm. during those, during those years. And to not, um, to not, to, oh, this is a great one. Okay. I would say to my 16-year-old self to say no more Mm. and be okay with that. Mm Because I am just learning that now. Oh, my God. And it feels freaking great to say no.
0: I feel you. Yeah. I so feel you. It's a new thing for me, too. Like, I honestly feel like I never liked, because I don't know about you, but I'm, like, not a big partier. Like, No. I'm so not a club goer. Oh, my goodness. At all. (laughs) And it really took me, like, a long time to, like, Say no to my friends and people that would, you know, want me to go out or do things that mm-hmm. I didn't really necessarily feel like aligned with like who I was. And I always like valued fitting in and like, you know, being cool or like not being out of the ordinary, uh, than just saying what I wanted to. And yeah. for so long, I thought that's what I should be doing. And then looking back ever since I stopped doing that, and I'm like, no, like, let's do this instead. Like, come over, I'll make mm-hmm. us dinner, or like, yeah. whatever. Um, you know, I, I feel like the the right people have fallen into my life more. And I've got gotten rid of those people that I absolutely don't necessarily even want in my life. So I think just being honest, that's something I think I would tell my 16-year-old self, I think. Just being honest and being unconditionally myself because yeah. why do I not want like why would I want to be anyone else? Mm-hmm. And back then I think I like just pushed that real
1: me aside so much to be like of
0: course. average and who wants to be average,
1: you know? You try and conform yeah to a sense whether you, you know, you think you're very confident in yourself or not. Like I think that when you're kind of in a new environment, especially trying to meet friends and put yourself out there, I always struggle with the difference between um, fear and like trusting my gut yeah. and it's like am I making this decision or do I not want to do this because I'm scared or do yeah do I not want to do this because I'm scared and I should you know push myself out of my comfort zone or do I not want to do this because my gut is telling me do not do this mm. so I always struggle with that and like being intuitive and like mm. knowing what's what's right and wrong and I'm always so indecisive. Do you journal? Yes. Okay I journal every morning. And this helps. Yeah. Right? A lot. I was gonna say it helps me so much with that because I feel the same. And like setting your intentions and like once I feel like you start like yeah journaling and like knowing your intentions knowing your power and kind of stepping into that and saying no more or like just doing the things that feel right like all of this, all of that indecisiveness and everything just kind of goes away and, like, the answer is so clear. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of what I'm going through right now too.
0: totally. So other than journaling, do you have, like, a morning routine? Like, when do you journal –
1: Talk to me about morning routines because oh. I'm obsessed with them. Oh my gosh, me yeah. too. I love a good morning routine. Wow. Um, do you do it every morning? Well, I'm a little bit of a, like my friends make fun of me. I always have a huge bag with me and I'm like sleeping at my best friend Whitney's on the west side or sleeping at my boyfriend's or I just like don't know. My, my word for this year is grounded mm-hmm. and I'm about to be a lot more grounded because... I, you know, I live far away from all of my – well, not far away, like 30 minutes away Mm -hmm. from my favorite cafes and my favorite workouts and my friends. And so I am about to move closer to everything Mm -hmm. so that I can stay at my own home Mm -hmm. and have my morning routine. And yeah. So the days I am home, I really enjoy it because I do my morning routine, which consists of Getting up, making coffee, and I just love making coffee. My love goodness, it. it's the best. How and, do you make your coffee? Oh, well, I like to mix a bunch of different things. Like, I mix two different types of coffee, and then I'll put in, like, the Four Sigmatic, like, adaptogenic blend, you know, for some extra nutrients. Mm-hmm. And then um, – I usually buy, like, or make now fresh, like, almond, cashew, pecan milk, or something like that, with my new almond cow. It's amazing. Mm. And then. What's that? Almond cow? Yeah, what is it? It's a machine. And. You can make nut milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally just put what whatever nuts and you press a button, and it makes it for you. It's amazing. This is so smart. It's amazing. The and best, they just came out. Yeah, it's it's quite new. It's like a year old. I'm mean, gonna I get one. Um, it's the best Christmas gift too. Like oh, best. that's amazing! Yeah. And you
0: don't have because it's so expensive to buy almond milk and cashew milk. I know and there's so much shit in it. It's like I know there's a so list many, many this additives. big. Like
1: yeah. Well, and yeah, and and the ones that you can buy that um, that have like minimal ingredients, they go bad so quickly. Mm. So like, to be able to make it yourself, yeah. make it fresh, and have it. It's, super That's easy so and amazing. Oh so gosh, I usually do oh that it. with my coffee and then I sit and I have my journal and my five-minute journal. Mm-hmm. So the five, do you do the yeah, 5
0: Yeah, I don't do it now but okay. I, I do like my
1: own variation right. but I've done it before. Love the five-minute journal, set your intentions and then I have my other journal for like more so like what am I gonna do today mm-hmm. and um, setting my day up. And then Usually, I do that with, like, a face mask on just to be a little bit extra. Well, your skin is amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What's your secret with the skin before um, we get into the morning routine more? So, I've been using products by Sonia Descartes. Mm-hmm. A little more pricey, mm-hmm. but, like, so worth it. Um And she's amazing and her products are so amazing. My skin has like honestly, like I am not sponsored. She does not pay me. I am like 100% just a huge fan. Um I so I love that, but also I use this Kopari uh, detox mask which mm-hmm. is like way um way less expensive. Mm-hmm. So better price point for sure and every time my skin's just kind of feeling like meh. I do that, and, like, I swear the next day people are like, your skin's so nice or your skin's glowing. I'm like, wow. Oh, my God. I need to try that. All the traveling I've been doing, like, I can't even
0: right now. Your I feel like I'm – glowing. No, like, pimples everywhere I feel. Well, if you use this
1: Kopari Detox okay, mask, you, like, feel it wor- – I like when you feel s- it you feel working. something I working. I love that. It's, it's like, the, tingly. It's very satisfying. Okay. Awesome. So use that. I mm. usually do that while I'm drinking my coffee, mm-hmm. doing my five-minute journal – Um, and then... Do you check your phone in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't. It's one of those things, I know. When I was going through my, like, self-love, I need to, like, heal and disconnect, and I talked like this throughout the (laughs) entire time I was going through that, um, I would put my phone away from, like, 6 p.m., and then I wouldn't look at it until the next day. Mm-hmm. My managers hated me. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah. I it you know, like I feel like I'm at a point where it's not really getting in the way of my mental health to mm-hmm. look at my phone. However, I will say like if I ever was feeling like I was, you know, going through a time of comparing myself or maybe I, my anxiety was a little bit worse, um I definitely think putting the phone away is a yeah, a good option.
0: Okay, so you have your coffee, you mm-hmm. have your face mask on, you do your journaling. Mm-hmm. What do you do after that?
1: Usually get dressed for a workout. Yeah. And go work out. But you know, right now. Yeah. Maybe a walk. Yeah. Right now. But no. I like walking. Yeah. Walking's great. But I do I really do love my workouts. So like just, you know, gonna put them in here and there now. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Love that. Well, this has been such a great episode. I know. Thank you so much for coming on. So fun and easy. I love talking to you. Thank you. I love talking to you as well. (laughs) Where can everyone find you on Instagram and wherever else?
1: Yeah. Instagram is just my name at Alyssa Lynch. And then um, I have YouTube videos and more blog posts coming soon. Yay. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you.